the cold opens uh, it only work because they're spending their social capital with the listener. Yes. On the par- like, you have to have the parasocial relationship already has to exist in some way for the cold open to work. Um, I just hope and pray that like whenever someone listens, unless they're you know, like, I'm a patient person. I'll hear a cold open and I was like, oh fuck, a, a fellow podcaster, I'll listen to this. I will listen to this, but <laughs> I can't. I cannot vouch for any other one else. I can't vouch for anyone that doesn't like work in radio. I. <laughs> And on that note, and on that note, um, this is lame, which is short for the Lexington Antebellum Marxist Experience. Powerful A word today. I'm Jenry. I'm Aaron. And this is January fifth, twenty twenty one. That is today's date. That is today's date, and I think that's how the episodes are being numbered. This is the show that. We do things on the show. The things like covering the news of Lexington, Kentucky, um, yes. from a perspective of me, someone who used to be an urban geography major, and and me, a computer engineer who also uh, dabbles in marks. Yeah. So uh, uh, these two brainiacs are about to give you another hit episode of Lame. Um, the first most important news of the day is that uh, in the the progress to create the Ch- Town Branch Commons, the Town Branch Creek walking trail or whatever, they've been digging up Triangle Park, and lo and behold, uh, there is just a bunch of, like, it's just someone's backyard. It's just, it was like, there was just a lot of stuff just right below the soil. There's cisterns, there's, you know, building foundations, just stuff left over, course the town branch creek runs right next to that under vine street um it's it was good fun lex tv everyone's favorite government run television station um may had a good little uh good little video on it where um in our it was like two minutes long and said very little it was like we found pottery and i'm like <laughs> awesome awesome i really i was hoping there would be like a time capsule i was hoping i mean it, I'm I, I'm grasping at straws for any sort of content relating to the underground society of Lexington, so I don't know. This was this was a win for me, but no, it was absolutely back in the day. People would just take cisterns, and then at some point in time, they would just start throwing stuff down it. Um, have you ever been to the uh, Henry Clay Estate? Have I been to the Henry Clay Estate? Yeah, in Ashland. Yes. Okay, so have you ever they have you ever been to the outhouse there behind? um behind like the main mansion i mean I've, I've seen the outhouse i can't say i've been inside of it in inside it there's a like glass display case that shows you just all of like the different things that they threw down um that they threw down just the hole wonderful just like dishes people would just like that was just their garbage disposal they would just throw there's just like cracked dishes and stuff like that, and that just seems to be a staple of 1800s Lexington. I mean, it's, that's better than it's better than 1800s London mm. when they just threw shit out the windows. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it was it was God's way. It was the Lord's way. Um, it's the Protestant way. Uh, anyway, well, this is like that's like an archaeological wet dream to find to find something there in lexington in lexington that's the thing though ever it's like it's an open secret that there is like behind below every city block there is something new um the uh phoenix park in front of the library of course uh below it are the basements uh, are the levels of the basement of the phoenix hotel that used to stand there sealed up just they're there if anyone wants to just take a big drill at the phoenix <sighs> park and just go down there's litter there's just rooms there you know they're there uh, i can't wait to see the lexerve episode on that one um <laughs> i can't wait to see the little two minute recap on that um but i'm ready i'm ready for them to find actual horse carcasses underneath thoroughbred park oh god they <laughs> i think the only carcasses and you'll find in, in thoroughbred park are the carcasses of the working man um because thoroughbred park as we all know is a sham and is nothing to be pr- proud of no last time i was there there was some guy polishing up the ho- the horses well that's good for him um but... he had an angle grinder and he was shaping Ooh, them up wow really getting in yeah getting in with I- extreme polishing well and that's then, uh if you go underneath woodland park you'll see all the remnants of the old art fairs yes be like 
100 years in the past 100 years i mean have they been doing it that long probably i yeah honestly it's a that's one thing that's one thing we didn't we didn't expect to have it to take away from us was of course the woodland art fair <laughs> um i don't know what i'm gonna i can't i was the the just sinking feeling that i wasn't gonna be able to spend a hundred dollars on just like something vaguely wooden is <laughs> so was just crushing to me well, and see, I've never been to the Woodland Art Fair. You've never been to the no, because it got canceled this year. And you know, you didn't and go didn't, any time before. And I didn't go like I didn't know about the Woodland Art Fair until this year. I've gone to the Woodland Art Fair pretty reliably. I've definitely, I think I've, I mean, say for this year because it didn't happen. But I think I've been there like for like the last decade. I've gone to the Woodland wow. Art Fair. Um, I bought a really cool when I was in high school. I bought like a really cool shaker there, um, which was awesome. Just a good percussion instrument. Because what I really wanted to buy was, um, uh, I forget the name, the technical name for it. It's some 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 idiophone um, where it's uh, just it's wood, just tongues of wood, if that makes any sense. And you hit it with a mallet and it sounds good. It's um, like a tuning fork but made of wood? Uh, no, it's like part of a bot. Like he took, he took like a flat sheet of wood, right, as, as they call it um and you've sort of just cut out this little like inner part so you have a bunch of different tongues of wood that are just you know isolated from the rest of the board they're in it's like a peninsula of wood but they're all right next to each other and they sound good interesting and they're like six hundred dollars so well yeah i'm sure that takes a lot of time to make i know it's wood crafts are so expensive anyway um the herald letter (laughs) has some important has some important words um and by important i mean basically nothing it was a really it's it's a really slow um news week obviously city council didn't meet but uh uh, city council did in fact um have a swearing in uh at the not at city council though at the lexington senior center um of course districts three five um six and nine uh, I did not know there were this many overturns. I was only paying attention to districts three and five elections, but congrats for the swearing in or whatever. Um, not, not some of the some of the most underwhelming city council news. There wasn't even an official like video of it on the government website. I couldn't find. Oh, one. they just they just got sworn in like well, in I was, secret behind closed doors at the senior center. Uh, the Herald Leader has photos of it, but like. I I couldn't I I just I went to the normal website where they upload their meetings in City Hall and I just expected it to be there and it wasn't which mm. is kind of strange to me um I I guess that just goes to show how not important um there was in the article for Herald Leader Steve K everyone's favorite vice mayor was like they're like this is all what democracy is all about people the peaceful transfer of power and I was like what power you all people vote unanimously peaceful. on everything yeah what, what? <laughs> there was not this is like in the one of the least intense elections for city who count. is who is raising a militia over lexington city council yeah like i i mean i wish we were smashing windows over the city council election um or whatever but like it, the it was the it was uh the wording for this was just so it felt like steve k was the um prime minister of like some like you know uh, un- unstable third world new democracy sealand yeah, he was the he was the prime minister of Sealand, and having the it was like the first time the party ever transferred power or something. <laughs> it was like, come on, guys, um, it's Lexington. But I'm glad I'm glad democracy worked. I guess uh, it's one one for the record books. One for the record books. What I I mean, it is for me. It was a personal celebration. The people, fine people of District Five, did overturn uh, Far- Farmer Nation's own Bill Farmer Jr. So. And uh, we got a warm welcome for Hannah Legree. Yeah, Hannah Legree, Liz Sheehan. We love to see um, our those people out there. Harold Leader pointed out that this is the first time since the government formed in the 70s that there has been less than two uh, black men on the council. Um, Diversity. Yeah, which is an interesting... It was a very... There was not a lot to report in the article. Um, in the last two paragraphs or just dedicated to the demographic makeup. There's like, there's six women and nine men on the council. Nice. And I'm like, nice. Thanks. Herald leader. 
uh, I can't get that time back. Um, so Herald Leader did have like one good article, which was something along the lines of like what to look forward to in 2021, right? What is there to look forward to in 2021? I'm well, curious. the Lexington Clinic is back, baby. After celebrating 100 years of excellence, they have uh, re-built um, a new building next to their old building. And they're going to slowly move all their staff into the new building. This is all on Harrodsburg Road. Um, and then, I, I kid you not, instead of... Are we seeing something? It's is snowing. It? Oh, it... That's adorable. That's adorable. I was really worried that there was someone looking in. No, but it's not. It's too hot. It's the classic Kentucky snow where it's beautiful coming down and then it just meets its wet end when it hits the 40 degree pavement. This is good. I don't want to die when I drive home. Yeah, but it doesn't look pretty when it hits the pavement. It's just slush. I only want to look up. I don't want to look down <sighs> at the floor, nerd. Um, Lexington Clinic uh they're they're moving everything into this new building and once everyone is out there instead of you renovating the their old clinic building they will simply be raising it to the ground and you ask what what in the city of lexington would you replace this empty lot with why more parking of course so (laughs) they will be just putting in more parking for their uh clinic which is um not great to see, but whatever. Uh, further down the road, um, St. Joseph's outpatient surgery, which is on the other side of the road of Harrodsburg Road from St. Joseph, like where uh, I want to say it's Waller Avenue meets uh, Harrodsburg. Anyway. Waller Avenue meets Main Street. Waller, there's two different Wallers. Oh, there's two Wallers. There's one, yeah. Cooper turns God. into Waller. There's one like right by UK called Waller. And There's Coop- oh, Cooper shoot. turns into Waller. Oh my God. Oh, come on. This is this is your this is against the brand for not knowing. I don't know. There's too many of these too many of these streets that have similar names. Yeah. Waller Avenue. There's uh Why are there two Wallers? I don't know. I, why are there I it's it's the way God meant it. It's the way our, our proud city planners meant it. Okay. Uh, so there's a brief stretch of it called Waller Avenue, and it's cool. And it, of course, intersects with Harrodsburg, where St. Joseph is. They spent $30 million renovating their outpatient surgery. Um, so glad to see that I guess there's money flowing into the medical world of, Lexing- of uh, Lexington and Kentucky at large. We could certainly use more of it, probably. I think this is a good thing. Um, what isn't a good thing is that Amazon wants to build more. Um, and they want to build a delivery station, which is in a, a different inner, which is on a new town, which is different from their fulfillment center, which is somewhere else in North Lexington, who's Renate wrote in the name that I forget, but they want a delivery station to assist them with last mile deliveries to Lexington comma where, the fulfillment center already exists in Lexington. That makes sense. So in order to make this happen, they need to change the zoning from what is called agricultural urban to light industrial. Um, and in November, there was a city council planning, mean, uh, a planning commission and um, the Herald letter notes. No one was in opposition to this. Um, we love to see it. Yeah. Amazon claims they will be adding like 500 more people more jobs jobs which could include um full-time jobs part-time jobs and temp workers mm. so including i don't even but not limited to including but not, i don't even know if you're I, it feels just plain wrong to claim that part of your 500 number can include temp workers right non-unionized well of course they're all not unionized starting pay is 15 an hour for those who really want to get deep into the Amazon sauce. Um, uh, so whatever. Um, I It's going to happen and it's probably going to be fine. It's it's interesting. They So they got this, they bought this land from Lexmark. This is Lexmark land. This is Lexmark land. No way. Yes. Um, so they, they bought this land from Lexmark and it was like a secret deal um, 
for for a while uh, until like you. I mean, you could look it up, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't publicly for, announce. They didn't it. publicly announce it. Um, so I guess they're they're finally doing that now well i think i don't know how it is in lexington but i know in a lot of city governments you have to if you want to zone if you want the zoning if the zoning of a property is changing you have to publicly notify people that live in the area a certain number of times and a certain number of weeks before meetings mm. and have hearings or whatever i don't think that's the case for here because um, i don't think anyone lives um in there in that area it has its own zip code Wait, really? Lexmark has its own zip code, Jeez. or at least historically it did. This is like, we. I, I feel like Lexington's hoarding all the zip codes. UK has its own zip code. Well, UK is its own city. Well, UK it's is a city its own state city. within Lexington. It's, a city, it's really cool. I would honestly, I would honestly kill someone to get a four hundred five hundred six zip code, um, <laughs> because that's so elite. Dang, I'm just four oh five oh eight, so I'm too Me, off. Yeah, I was four oh five oh eight. I was glor I was gloriously um four oh five oh two for a while. The rich Ooh. people zip code. Um and now now I've been stripped to and this is pretty cool though. I'm now four oh four 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 in Garrett County. Oh, you're almost Blake Maislin. What? From Cincinnati. He he's the northern Kentucky hammer. Mm. Interesting. Uh when I was in the dorms I was four oh five oh six. Yo, so yes, there is. So there is mailing addresses that are 4506. Yes. I just would like, I, you know those houses that are um, between rows, not the street that intersects with Euclid, but the rows that runs parallel to Euclid? Um, yes. Or between rows and... Uh, Across the street from the Greek housing. Yes, yes. Those Those houses that are like, there's like two of them. They're covered by trees. Yes. And they're right between like Greek housing and like the Christian churches. They're like the last remnants of, I, of old Lexington. Yeah. I want to live there so bad. I just to, just to <laughs> exclusively to be sort of the um, watchman of the uh, property, just to make sure that UK can't get their hands the on it. The 40506. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a hyper exclusive. Um, what about what about those uh, houses that are like immediately adjacent to um, like Sports Center Drive and Woodland Avenue? I don't. I think those are not. I don't think those are in it. Okay. I'll have to. We will need to take a careful look. Um, a careful look at uh, Google Maps and look at people's addresses. Yeah. Well, you can get. Um, no, you can get the. Uh, I mean, you can get like a zip code map. That's True. a little fancier. Sorry, we're uh, we're wasting too much time on zip codes. The final good. <sighs> the final herald from the Herald Letter. Um, is that Lex Live is, will be opening up at some point? Lex Live, of course, finished construction recently-ish. Um, it's the Krikorian Theater people from California um, with a Whitaker Bank-sponsored project. Whitaker Bank financed this project. It is across the street from the uh, Rep Arena complex, Hyatt Rep Arena complex, and. Uh, it's got like, you know, bowling alleys and arcades and unfortunately a movie theater, which, um, really <laughs> excellent timing. Uh, one excellent timing idiots. Uh, two, uh, they need to step back from the Kentucky theater. They need to, um, get off the Kentucky theaters land. It's their turf. Kentucky theater is the only theater that Lexington should have. We should abolish all other theaters to ensure the survival of the Kentucky theater it's just protectionism. I don't make it up. I mean, so I mean, Kentucky Theater, they've uh, what? They're they're still closed right now. Yeah. Well, it's not a it's not a real issue. Kentucky Theater is some insane public private partnership ownership thing. It's not in danger of going away. I believe the city council owns the property outright. I have spoken to Fred Mills, um, the manager, or who was the manager. I don't know if he's still is because I think they canceled their contract with all the management and they're going to decide to renew it once later, which is so stupid or whatever. But anyway, Fred Mills, which everyone knows is the manager of the Kentucky Theater. I spoke to him once and I was talking to him about the ownership structure of the Kentucky Theater. And um, I I, I don't mean to insult him when I say this or anything. I think he was being honest um, about the situation, which is that, of course, he 
doesn't know and no one that he knows knows who actually owns the Kentucky theater. Like if you were to sell the Kentucky theater, it is, it seems unclear to me as to where the money would go. Oh, well, you know what the only option is now What is to sell it and see where it goes. No, that would, (laughs) (laughs) it's like a, it's like a university, you know, there's no, if you were to, if you were to sell, all of the land, you, you, all of UK's land. If UK were to try to sell all of its land and assets, there is no one person that the money would go to. It is mm. a, um, it's a, it's a confusing political unit. So but, the Kentucky Theater is a federal land grant theater. Yeah, something. Uh, anyway, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, something. God. Um, end of discussion on Harold Letter stuff. Um, City Council has yet to meet. When they do meet, I'll be on it, guys. Don't worry. Um, we have one final point of news, which was brought in just the last minute. And, oh, my God, it's so important. It's finally happened, folks. You never you never really expected it. You always think, you know, life is pretty consistent until it changes. And this past year has been, has been pretty tumultuous mm-hmm. in terms of things that have changed. But I think I think we finally, you know, we've we've hit a point of of no return, and some things just can't stay the same, and mm-hmm. we we gotta usher in the new changes. Yeah, and it's, it's finally happened. The Newman Center has changed their bell tone. Uh, I heard it today. It's it's no longer uh, Big Ben, Elizabeth Tower, Westminster, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now just the uh, old bell chimes from the iPhone ringtone collection. That's um, awesome. And so gone are the days of waking up and feeling like you are in London mm-hmm. uh, and not Lexington. And yeah. welcome to uh, hell. Welcome to hell. Yeah. Um, and so I, we can only blame the Catholics for this. Yeah, unfortunately, the Catholics, we, we used to have better taste in bell music, um, but... Christ the King's got good bells. Um, I think their bell system is fine. Yeah. Well, they have actual bells. They have know. actual bells. Mm-hmm. But unlike the Newman Center, which uses a stereo system, which if you're close enough, you can hear you can hear the audio compression. That's awesome. Um, and it was great hearing the Big Ben thing because you could it, it, you could hear the audio compression of the uh, of the Big Ben bells, and it was great. Uh, there's always the classic UK bell chime, which remains unchanged. Love which is the ominous strokes of over the hour it's quite lovely um this is i don't know if anyone else remembers this time this was uh, almost exactly a year ago to the date when um uh barker hall bell tower broke in such a way that for hours it just kept ringing just it was like you know six thousand o'clock it was terrifying <laughs> literally never ended um it was it was beautiful um but on that note um we're going to take a brief break and we will be back um after some brief messages question mark or something anyways um we will talk to you then we'll return back welcome back this is side b of the podcast um aaron's got a lot of good stuff written on the agenda here i'm very excited Uh, let's dive into this this. is um borderline plagiarism uh we'll see how it goes um this is absolutely insane um so we are we are the uh lexington antebellum marxist experience this week (laughs) Um, but we're gonna we're gonna move up to a little bit to our friends up north in uh, northern Kentucky, uh, where all true Kentuckians are from. Damn. Um, and there's nothing you can say that will make me change my I mind. Can't, we can't publish lies. <laughs> I can't. We're gonna have to edit this out. I can't. I wouldn't publish a lie, a, no, a knowing and willful lie on my podcast. <laughs> but anyway. It's been it's been a very troubling time in northern Kentucky. 
because the Brent Spence Bridge exploded uh, in November, to to put it lightly, because um, there was a uh, a truck that caught on fire, um, I believe on the lower deck, uh, took out the upper deck. They had to replace every like the both uh, concrete panels. Oh, it was a whole it was a whole to do, and they just reopened it a couple weeks ago on the twenty third of December. This is the bridge that connects, that goes over the Ohio. This is the bridge. For those of you unfamiliar with the state of Ohio, which I would say, good for you. Yeah. Um, and this is probably a bridge you should never cross if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, for more reasons than one, and we'll talk about that coming up. Yeah. But yeah, it connects. It connects uh, I seventy five or seventy one seventy five, which is a which is two interstates, mm-hmm. uh, and it goes over the Ohio River. And uh, once it goes into Cincinnati, it splits into 75 going Mm -hmm. um, like northwest-ish and 71 going northeast-ish. And they they lose their track. They they part. They say goodbye. And they never see each other again. I think I've driven over this bridge. Yes. Okay. I totally have. Um, It's a death trap, to put it lightly. (laughs) Um, It is a miracle that it has been standing for so long um basically the uh, once once this bridge was closed because if you're unfamiliar with what happened mm-hmm. um, which i am yes the the trucks so it was it was in the wee hours of the morning on november 17th and um these these trucks decided that they're gonna they're gonna fuck everyone's shit up mm-hmm. and uh they decided to get into an accident and uh, they exploded, uh, causing major damage to the road of the bridge, but not the actual structure. Hmm. So the bridge had been closed for a little over a month, and um, they just closed an interstate, yes. two interstates, um, which I found out uh, I-75 uh, carries th- like 3% of uh, or the the truck traffic that accounts for three percent of the United States GDP. Amazing. So it's like you're you're basically cutting off the carotid artery. That's um, awesome. And so as a result, all of the other roadways in northern Kentucky were basically backed up the wazoo. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't even like go down you know those take me home country road style roads mm-hmm. uh, without being inundated with uh, Cincinnati traffic. Everybody thinking they know better than Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was absolutely a complete nightmare, and uh, people people were in line for like two hours to go on a on like a ferry that oh, will take you across wow. the river. So it's already like because I know like the traffic like the famous when you're going when I go to Chicago I you I go through Cincinnati or I do the I do two seventy five and go around Cincinnati, but I go through that d- direction. I already know that. On a normal business day evening, um, that that uh, five lane version of the highway that goes right past the Florence Y'all water yes. tower is already like hell on earth. So and you know I really don't understand it. Uh, I'll be driving through there at like two o'clock on mm-hmm. a Thursday or a Wednesday. Bad call. <laughs> and like, where do these people have jobs? I, like where like how how are there so many people just driving around? The state of America is that in such a way that rush hour now extends from the hours of 1 p.m. to, like, you know, 8 p.m. And there's simply no other way to way It's, to it's absolutely that. insane. And it's actually, it's actually such a major factor in how I get to and from Lexington mm-hmm. that I just avoid, I, do, I avoid Florence yeah. entirely. I just go the back roads because it's literally faster. Awesome. I love that. Like, like noticeably faster. <laughs> um, and so... Yeah, it's just been a complete nightmare, and it's already a nightmare. It was already a nightmare before the bridge. Yeah. Um, because uh, I-75 has been under construction since 1962. Amen. Uh, and <laughs> they've just never stopped. They still, literally, the pandemic couldn't stop it. Yeah. They kept it, they keep They keep thinking that if they add another lane to 75, the traffic will go away. And we're going to talk about that. Yo, thank God. <laughs> So um, as soon as I mean, as soon as this bridge opens, it's like fucking night and day. Like 
I'm driving. I'm driving on 275, and there's like nobody. Mm, and amazing. I'm like, I'm like, this is this is a, like a grace from God here. Yeah. Like this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. You're waving hi to the Mineola Pike sign or whatever yes. it's called. So I'm I'm absolutely like very thankful that we have Jim Gray. Yeah. Our- oh God. Lexington's finest as transportation secretary Mm -hmm. handling this disaster bravely, fiercely, and expediently, I hope. Right. And I hope that he writes a book (laughs) explaining how he was able to triumph over this, uh, over this whole ordeal. Now, but was it a triumph? It was a triumph. Um, although a temporary triumph, Mm. um, because let's, let's get into a little bit about the Brent Spence bridge. Okay. Um, so the, the Brent Spence bridge is a bridge that was built um, actually in 1962. Um, so it's very old. <laughs> it's older than my mom. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm looking at a photo of it now. I fond memories of this of this death trap yes. bridge. Um, it's, it's basically at a point where um, it's, it's a miracle you can get over it. Hmm. Um, and so it's named after U.S. congressman... Brent Spence, who was Mitch McConnell before Mitch McConnell was yeah. doing his thing. He was in Congress for 30 years. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, who was also in the Senate, I believe. Um, so, I mean, history just repeats itself. Um, one, of the, one of the things I thought was funny um, is that uh, if you're familiar with Bert T. Combs... I, I am familiar with the name of the interst- uh, with the uh, name of the uh, parkway. The Mountain Parkway. Yes. Well, Bertie Combs, famous Kentucky governor. Mm. Um, big into roads. Uh, true old. true numtot. Yeah. If we ever saw him. He was he was uh insistent on naming this bridge after Brent Spence. Mm. And Brent Spence being the true Kentuckian said, I don't want that. Let's name it after JFK. Oh man. That would be <sighs> I I will now only refer to it as the JFK Bridge because, well, of course, nothing bad happens to the Kennedys, Aaron. Nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. Um, Combs, Combs took this as uh, Southern modesty. Mm. Um, there was, I mean, okay, so so Brent Spence had like had like a real like active campaign to make it not named after him. That's awesome. Because he and, really he didn't think he deserved it. And Bertie Combs is like, oh, he's just being humble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, yeah, Brent Spence was like, well, JFK died, and we're about to open this bridge in two days. Let's mm. rename it to JFK. Yeah. And Bertie Combs was like, hmm, how about I don't? Mm. But he he did name the, he, he named a bridge in Louisville after JFK. Well, that's fine, I guess. So that's, that's um, he got his wish, but not with that bridge. Mm. Um, and so, you know, Bertie Combs, with his, with his amazing uh, status, has just you know made memorialize this bridge for uh forever to come so it opened in november 1963 it used to have three lanes of traffic Hmm. now this is a double decker bridge it always has been a double it always has been a double decker bridge so how does a double decker bridge only have three lanes so it has three lanes on top and three lanes in the bottom okay sorry so the top i believe is southbound and north northbound is the bottom okay um, and it's absolutely terrifying to go on the bottom. The top appears to be southbound, and I, uh, I'm just from looking at this photo. This which way this FedEx truck is going? I'm assuming we're looking, yeah, yeah. Um, I can, and I can personally attest. It is, uh, it is terrifying. In those beautiful green interstate road sti- road signs are just covered in just grime. Just complete soot. It just, it really it brings me back to the days of when you could smoke in, indoors. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a coal mine for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Or um, or like in um, in like Union Terminal mm. in Cincinnati. Yes. Um, back back before they did a, such a wonderful job restoring it and turning it into like a museum. Yes, and turned it into a museum. Uh, they the old uh, mosaics were just like black. Yeah, which we love to see. Which we love to see. It's full of cigarette smoke. But in order to get to the museum, you have to be able to cross the river. Amen. So. And so, uh, in 1963, it opened with three lanes, and there, I believe, yeah, there were um, emergency shoulders. That's lovely. Yes. With an initial capacity of 85,000 vehicles. Per. That was, that was their planned initial, that's what they designed the bridge to be able to hold. 
That's awesome. And of course, they're designing this in mind with 60s era yes. 18-wheelers. Yes. Um, A.K.A. not nearly as heavy or frequent. Um, and so in 1985, they realized this is going to be a problem. Uh, <laughs> because they're already, they're already having more, more uh, vehicles than it was designed for. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have the numbers. Um, I have numbers for future dates. I don't actually know how many people were traveling in 1985, mm. but it was enough for the for the U.S. transportation cabinet to name it functionally obsolete. That's awesome. Which, so what did you? What would you do? Well, here's what they did. <laughs> they they expanded. They got rid of the emergency lanes. Okay. So now there's no shoulder. Yeah. No need. No, so now there's now you get there's, to drive uh, your car at seventy miles an hour, inches away from the wall. That's right, everyone's favorite feeling. Yes. Um, and so there's now four lanes in each direction. Mm. So they got rid of two shoulder lanes to get to get one, one. lane. Yeah, I was to say I was like I was expecting five. No. <laughs> okay. So I mean that's that's been okay. It's been working so far. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the fact that it's over capacity. Um, yeah. Now. In the, I have a statistic here. In 2006, uh, there were an estimated 150,000 vehicles a day Lovely. traveling over this bridge um, for a bridge that was designed to hold 85,000. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to guess how many people are traveling on it in 2019 and 2020? In 2019, we're at easily at 300. That's my, Not, that's my okay, call. Okay, a little bit over or a little bit over what the actual account is because it's actually it's actually like a hundred seventy five thousand well that's nice i was i was terrified of it just ballooning ballooning as the as northern kentucky attempts to grow in power which is still more than twice or more than double the amount of uh cars it was designed to carry right we're still in ludicrous territory regardless um, there have been there have been pieces of this bridge of the road not the actual structure that mm. have just fallen into the river well that's awesome i mean that's the way God intended it. Yes, um, and yeah, in 2011, just chunks fell into the fell into the uh, fell into the river and also onto a vehicle, mm. which uh, which sparked a, a new debate in in Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati of uh-huh. why do we have this bridge from the 60s that we have uh, we're over over pushing mm-hmm. um, to to such an extent. Yes, and so a commission was formed. Oh yes. A commission was formed um, a little bit before, actually, because in 2008, uh, they were like, hey, we need to replace this bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cincinnati City Council started to form a commission. Gee, thanks. Okay, so now here's here's the thing about the Ohio River. Yes. Who do you think owns the Ohio River? Well, um... At least on, on uh, in this section of it. My, um... Uh, my impulse, um from like my brief knowledge of land disputes between uh new york and new jersey is that either no one owns it or shockingly kentucky owns all of it kentucky owns most of the ohio river this is what i yeah okay (laughs) so for any for any bridge to be constructed kentucky has got to foot most of the bill yeah not all of the bill not all of the bill because there is like there's like a hundred yards of ohio river that cincinnati owns Mm -hmm. and so there's this big there's this big debacle over the funding. Yes, because uh, you know, there's what three senators, uh three state senators from Kentucky that care and the rest of them are people in Kentucky that wish Cincinnati would get stuffed already. That's right. Mhm. Um everybody either wants to to see Cincinnati wiped off the face of the planet or mm-hmm. just annex it into Kentucky. Yes. They're um, either that you you are either bought and paid for by this by the cincinnati corpus or you are actively seeking its destruction that's right there's no there's no in between um i mean because other other than like louisville and like you could you could maybe stretch your definition of metropolitan area to include lexington we are and let me say this the university of cincinnati considers fayette county as a metropolitan county and you can get metropolitan northern kentucky rates if you live in fayette county um and let me say this. When I went to college in Chicago, everyone that I knew um, from the area was from Cincinnati. And every single person that I met from Cincinnati just had this horribly um, uh, oppressive attitude towards me. (laughs) 
like I was that that I that I was there, you know, a servant and You're the um, uh, you're the country bumpkin from Kentucky. Yeah, I mean they were shocked to see me in shoes. Um they told they started issuing me orders like like they, it was old times. Um you know, really uh I mean, they're You're straight out of the coal mine. Yeah. And, you know, just full of just they're like, ha, what's a horse? Ha, 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 ha. And then bragging about how great like graders is or whatever. I mean, graders is pretty graders good. is fine. I will not. I, I like graders. I think it's fine. And they're and you know, I don't know. They're in, inexplicably trying to tell me which kind of chili's better. As long as they weren't gold star people. Yeah, there were some gold star people. Oh well, that's probably why they were asking. That was to you. that was deep. It was deeply confusing to me. I assume no one had gold. No one ate gold star. Nobody but. eats gold star, which is why they're still in business. Yeah. How does I mean? It doesn't. Even, how does Cincinnati feel that the that the Cincinnati International Airport is in Northern Kentucky? Huh. Um. Well, have I, they ever tried that do, one off for we size? Can, we can do a little bit of a brief tangent here. On, yeah. On, on I'm the so Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport. Yeah. I'm so sorry for derailing this, well, but it's eating it's, away at me. This is this is relevant to to our story. Oh, no way. <laughs> so. Um, Back in back in the day mm-hmm. of early aviation, yes, Cincinnati's municipal airport used to be Lunkin Airport, mm-hmm. and Lunkin Airport still exists. Mm-hmm. It's on the it's on the east side of Cincinnati by the river, and um, one of the things uh, that being by the river includes it's is getting flooded. Is getting the occasional flood. Yes, <laughs> and so <laughs> you can't land a you can't land a seven thirty seven in a little floodplain. Um, you can, but it can't be filled with water. Mm. Um, well, actually, no, just ask the Hudson River. Yeah, exactly, right? They should have, it, you all didn't have to move your airport at all, actually. So. It's a, it's a marine airport. Mm, yes. So they moved it to Northern Kentucky. They moved it to Northern Kentucky because the Ohio River flooded sometime in the thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, so bad that basically all of Lunkin was underwater. Nice. And they were like, this isn't sustainable. Yeah. Which I would agree. Yes. So they moved it to higher ground in uh, in Boone County. Yeah. Why Why was the... I still don't know why Kentucky. I don't know why they didn't just go further into Ohio. Um, I think just because of, because of uh, proximity. Because we were, they were evil carpetbaggers and we're just going to take these poor Boone County residents for all they owned. Um, it might have also been that there was like nobody in Boone County. That's the other thing. That was the. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's just like there's no one. No one there to stop us. Um, and also, and also, FDR had a hand in this. Oh yes. For the for the development of this airport. I'm so father. Um, I'm sorry for speaking against your decisions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay. So this is this is me just literally on the spot reading reading the. Uh, wikipedia article for the beginnings of northern kentucky cincinnati airport all right hit me so this is fdr approved the preliminary funds on in 1942 mm. um it was originally part of the u.s army air corps program Ooh. so this is before the uh this before the air force awesome um and so uh yeah traffic was centered around lunkin airport southeast of central cincinnati lunkin airport opened in 1926 um, ex- it frequently experienced fog, which is not good when you're trying to land airplanes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the 1937 flood, which led to the creation of of the levee uh, on on Newport side. There's awesome. no there's no levee on Cincinnati side. Oh, fuck those guys. That's awesome. <laughs> right? <laughs> they have the flood walls um, only on the Kentucky side. That's so good. Um, so federal officials wanted an airfield site that would not be fr- prone prone to flooding, but Cincinnati officials hoped to build Lunkin. Into the they they wanted Lunkin to be the main airport, the Cincinnati people, mm-hmm. but of course, uh, Kentucky took advantage of this. Kentucky took advantage of Cincinnati's short sightedness. That's the wording of that, and lobbied Congress to build an airfield there. That's awesome. So it's really just Kentucky ingenuity, um, and further proof that Kentucky is better than Ohio. All hail Isaac Shelby. That's right. Um, I have a photo of him right up next to my crucifix. Of course you do. <laughs> um, and so one of the, one of the plans for uh, reconstructing the the bridge was to include a a light rail to cvg yes from cincinnati to cvg that would be a while but i love that which actually would be pretty cool 
Yeah. Um, but that's kind of a far. That's a really well, long. Especially because Cincinnati Light Rail is like um, so dedicated to just like touristy nonsense. Right. It's like not like a viable transit system in Cincinnati anyway. So what would they know about uh, in uh, about uh, putting light rail that was functional in the first place? Well, so. they can't even get a streetcar going. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. So. Um, yeah, in 2008, there's this commission that was started, and they come up with all these different plans. Some of them are to completely demolish the bridge. Some of them are to uh, build a new bridge, but then rehabilitate the old bridge. Mm. And some of them are to just refurbish the current bridge. Yes. Um, and so, for a while, they came up with these plans, and then they just kind of sat there. Nice, because what's the rush, right? And then nothing happened. Um and then Obama became president. Yes. And he was like, uh, my fellow Americans. I have lots of grant money for you. I have lots of grant money for you. And we're going to get this bridge completed. And then uh, the bill died in the Senate. Yep. Mm. Love to see it. And then um, there was an effort in 2015 with uh, Bashir, the previous Bashir administration. Steve, yeah. Daddy Shear. Um, and he... He and uh, together with um, John Kasich. Nice. Um, which I was watching a press conference with those two announcing their plans, and John Kasich looks like he'd rather be anywhere else. Yeah, I can't imagine the chemistry between John Kasich and Steve Bashir to be good. No. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely abysmal. That's awesome. Um, so they were, they were planning in 2015. So... The, the reason this has been getting stalled off for so long is because the projected cost of, of doing anything to this bridge is $2.5 billion. <laughs> Which, that's, I didn't know a bridge could cost that much. Oh man, it will cost a lot. Um, is it, is it because they have to build like a second is it because they have to deal with the fact that they're rerouting two interstates? They're rerouting not only two interstates, they're rerouting two state highways as well. Oh my god! Uh, and two, well, two federal highways. Mm-hmm. So the so the U.S. with the shields. Those are not state. Oh well, those are. I mean, they're uh, they run through the states, but the 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 original interstate system. Yeah, they're the original, but I thought the state. I thought Kentucky and Ohio deal with them now. I mean, I don't know who whose jurisdiction is on with them, but they're the the U.S. highways. Yeah. So what? So, but like, is, is the that's so that hurts me. And so, and this is like this this bridge, right? Mm-hmm. is so important yes and we we have seen what what life would be like without the bridge and it's like it's like yeah. in the simpsons episode when they're like what would be a life without zinc yes um and you can't even kill yourself because zinc is in the is in a gun that's awesome. you can't even shoot yourself mm. um so everybody is saying we need to replace this bridge and this bridge is literally falling apart. It's literally, it's like, it's literally rotting. It's literally eyes. exploding, mm-hmm. rotting, causing structural damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just don't want to pay $2 billion, yeah. $2.5 billion, which is a lot of money. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot of, it's, it's nothing to, you know, just like whisk away, right? And I cannot like, and like, you know, it'd be one thing if Ohio could foot this bill because they're allowed to do deficit spending. It's I think because Kentucky, I might be like wildly wrong about this, but Kentucky we have certain like laws about how we run our budget. Like we can't we can't run a deficit on our budget or something like that. Oh really? It's 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 one of those like Republican like austerity laws or whatever where we can't i might be totally wrong about i really need to i i'm supposed to be a voice of authority on truth and here i am just guessing how the budget system works anyway i mean so so are the politicians so are the politicians right it's all it's all aesthetics anyway right so why act like you care um so i'm i can't imagine kentucky actually wants to pay for this no Mm -hmm. they don't um and a lot of the a lot of the design paperwork has Ohio paying like half of the bill mm. for uh, owning ten like less than ten percent of the river. Good. Um, and so Ohio loves that. 
Yeah. Part of um part of the plan for funding this bridge is including tolls. Oh. Yeah. Which nobody wants. Yeah. That would be absolutely miserable. Um, there was a lot of different plans. People were like, "Well, we'll just we'll just uh, toll the through traffic that's like non-local." Yeah, I mean that's what um, that's what Louisville does. Like when you try to cross over the Louisville, I have to go on a separate side bridge that is part of like the U.S. the old U.S. highway system. Mm-hmm. It's really scary. Um, but like I can't, and you have to like briefly step into like downtown traffic. But it's absolutely worth it. I will not pay your stupid toll. Nice try, idiots. Just fund the bridge. Um, um, and so, you know, Bashir and Kasich kind of had this this uh, get together, mm-hmm. and they 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 inspired this uh, this movement uh-huh. to rebuild this bridge. Yes. Um, and then and then the bill died in Congress. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and so then Trump comes along. Trump comes along. And this in the is... final in the final days of his campaign, yes. he comes to Cincinnati. Yes. And he says, if you elect me, I will fix this bridge. I will fix this bridge. <laughs> and for the for the longest time, this bridge was number two on Trump's infrastructure project list. Really? It was on his second list. Well, it can, it is, is number one like the wall? I don't know what the wall... I, I don't know what was number one. Okay, interesting. So number um, two, this bridge. Number two is bridge. And Although, as a... Oh, sorry. Keep going. Yeah, and the, the Trump administration um, was very quick to say that his infrastructure list was not actually policy. That's awesome. <laughs> That's that that was awesome. just what that was just what he wanted to do. That's... So that's not indicative. So he 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 wins the election. Uh-huh. Um and then as soon as that happens the the Trump camp is like, "Okay, well, uh that that particular list is not actually indicative of campaign policy." Yeah. In fact, Cincinnati, we're going to do you a better one. We're going to name to our secretary uh transit secretary cabinet uh a natural born enemy of the people of Ohio. <laughs> yes even better um and so uh trump tries to uh trump i think trump actually tried to do something with this bridge Mm. um and the bill died in the senate yeah yeah you would think right with mitch mcconnell's own wife being the transit secretary which was surprising to me i was i was surprised to find out that mitch mcconnell was married to somebody you gotta be he comes from the era where being married was important i can't imagine these people like i it's so strange to imagine um the life of a senator much less like a a senator who's just like like comic book villain evil right um and so uh, elaine chow Mm -hmm. our current transportation secretary who I found out was also Secretary of Labor under George W. Bush. Now that's truly evil. Now that's... So she's back-to-back... Back-to-back-to-back Republican winners on that one. Um, And I don't know where she is in the presidential line of succession. And not, um, I, transit can't be high up. No. Um, but she was in there twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just completely amazing to me. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to show Jenry this, this interchange, Mm -hmm. um, because this is just absolute, this is, this, you just need to prepare yourself, um, for, for this interchange. Um, yeah, I've driven on that before. I've gotten law. This, this interchange that I'm looking at right now is not your traditional looking spaghetti junction. It is, um, there are there are sub bridges like fifth street. It's real. Let me say this as someone who has driven this route before to get to Cincinnati. And as someone who has had like maps pulled up and like actively guiding me through, I have, I don't think ever gone through this interchange the right way. The first time is what I will say to this. There are, it goes, the, the exits go all the way to G. Yeah. So you start you start at exit one A and it goes all the way to sort of six exits in the space of one mile. Yes. Um 
so it goes under things it goes over it goes over things um honestly it's a miracle anybody gets anywhere in cincinnati yes um and so part of so part of the new bridge construction plan is um to leave this intersection as it is yes and all of the work is going to be done on the kentucky side of the river embrace the chaos yeah that's so that's insane like so <laughs> they see this and they think this is fine they they're like this is fine all the work's going to be on the kentucky side because if they have to do work on the ohio side cincinnati will have to pay more and so the the plan that they ended up going with for for redoing this uh-huh. is a hybrid of several plans gee so uh, a compromise yes and in the, engineering. the best kind of compromise okay oh really um so they've already actually started on some of it, and I think they may have, they're either trying to get funding um, or they're in some kind of funding deficit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been expanding uh, the road leading up to the bridge on the Kentucky side. So yes. they've, they've made it six lanes now. That mysteriously just ducked back in right before. Yes. Well, gee, okay. And then the plan is they're going to... Um, they're going to keep the the old bridge. Mm, okay. Um, they're going to keep the old bridge and also uh, make a new bridge. So how can they not change anything on the Ohio side? Um, Do they um, just merge after? I don't. I just don't think they want to. So you, I don't. That's not part of the. That's not part of, so of this year's plan. They're just creating a second bridge, and on the Ohio side, the bridges are just going to be fused at the hip. Um, so here, here's the, the selective, the selected alternative, Mm -hmm. which is the name of this plan. So obviously already a good name. Yes. If you, if your plan name is all, has the word alternative in it, um, you know, it's operation on things. I think, I think that's a, I think that's a, uh, like convention in, in highway design. Interesting. Um, cause it was formerly known as alternative one. Mm. Now it is known as the selected alternative. Gotcha. Um, would build a, a new double deck bridge to the west of the existing Brent Spence Bridge. Okay. And carry three lanes each way for I-75. Two two lanes southbound for I-71, and three lanes southbound for local traffic. Dude, no, no. The existing Brent Spence Bridge would be rehabilitated to carry two lanes for northbound I-71. And three lanes for northbound traffic. So, I can't. I can't. So, local traffic has to use both bridges. So, the the whoever wrote this sentence um, is is being a little vague here. Um, on their actual project page, um, it's basically basically going to be the I seventy five bridge. Yes, that's what the, I was. That's, that's the new bridge. Okay, because that's what I was like. I was like, there's. Like in some way, I see the I see the importance of having two bridges next to each other, right? Because if one bridge does blow up again, there's a second bridge. Boom! But like this, this bridge is is decaying in front of us. This this bridge is <laughs> Joe Bidening before our eyes. It's literally exploding in our faces. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a new bridge on to the west of the current bridge, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be I seventy five, and it's gonna be a normal bridge. So there's no 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 double decker shit. Thank God. With that, it's gonna be like it's gonna be looks very similar to the Big Mac Bridge, which is the 471 bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that well, that's one of the designs. The other one's a suspension design, um, which also looks pretty cool. Yeah, we should just build more. Tr- we should just turn the these bridges back to train bridges. Honestly, get some more Amtrak trains mm-hmm. coming here more than more than like three times a week. It would be nice. Yeah, it'd be nice to take any Amtrak south, mm. <laughs> the south of Cincinnati. Um, and then, and then their plan for the Brent Spence is just to uh, rehabilitate it. Um, and then they're going to use uh, two two lanes for northbound I seventy one and three lanes for northbound local traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like, yeah, it looks like they're going to be having. Um, I think local traffic is going to be like on the bottom or something like that. They're, they're going to split it up. 
Um, yeah. However, however they want to. Silly locals get the bottom dirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and well, because that's already connected to all the Cincinnati stuff. Right. Of course. Um, and so they don't they don't have to do as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that when all is said and done um, will cost projected two and a half billion dollars what's the timeline on this there is no there is no timeline because it hasn't been approved that's awesome um the only thing they've done is they've they've expanded the lanes on the kentucky side in preparation for what is to come yeah well glad to see kentucky kentucky's pulling up their half the agreement (laughs) um well yes (laughs) for i think for cincinnati to do anything any road work in Cincinnati is just going to be um, failure. Yeah. Um, I-75 uh, going north towards Dayton um, has just been depressing. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just construction for like 10 or 20 miles. Yeah. I mean, Cincinnati, I mean, they can't. They built a subway system and then stopped after they built it i mean, have you have you have you ever have you ever seen these sub you can see them along the side I, I forget which interstate it is but when you're in the one whichever interstate goes along the trench uh i like goes like like is like below the surface of cincinnati oh yes there is access to the ye old subway system they have guided tours oh my god this is this is the most this is the most like neoliberal thing it's a guided tour of it's like i've seen people just i've watched countless videos of people trespassing in there it's not that interesting yeah so rather rather than fix the problem they're gonna give uh well because it's a bunch of poor communities um poorer communities that live along the lines anyway so what's Mm -hmm. the point in doing it let's build a streetcar through the um, from one from w- one area of town to another, and just gentrify um, the Rhineland as we go through it. That's right. Yeah. Um, the the true wisdom of Cincinnati. Yeah. Is um, unparalleled. Um, so th- this bridge initially cost ten million dollars to construct, um, which hmm. I, I don't know how that accounts for inflation. Yeah, I um, mean it's even accounting for inflation. It sounds that sounds like what a bridge would cost in my head. Yeah, um, like so less than a hundred million. Two and a half billion. I mean, you, well, you have to disassemble this this old bridge. That's then... the thing, right? There's so much. This is why you got. Let me say this. I just hope with this two point five billion, they do it right and it's good for like a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I would like for them to build a nice bridge. And here's a little fun fact I just found out. Oh, I hit us. This is the second busiest bridge in the United States. After the George Washington Bridge across the Hudson River. Nice. Um, so they need to fix it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, poor Brent Spence. Hopefully they'll name the bridge next to you the JFK. They'll name it they'll name it something like um the Duke Energy Bridge, because Duke Energy was uh gonna be a sponsor, I think. Oh my god. Can you imagine having your infrastructure be sponsored? Um, like thank you Lexington for laying down the um uh uh what is it the what's a dumb company that I can the Dupont Chemical Sewer System <laughs> proudly sponsored. Yeah. Nothing instills more confidence in your sewer system than Dupont. Yeah, your water brought to you by Enron. <laughs> I mean, basically, well, Kentucky American that's a American whole Water discussion. Corporation. We're not going to get into it, but I will. <laughs> Those people get shot first is all I'm going to say on the matter. Um, and that's that's really about all I have to say about the Brent Spence Bridge. Um, it's a death trap that's waiting to collapse. Um, yeah. You should never cross this bridge unless you absolutely have to. Yeah. Um, take 275. You, you don't actually have to go to Cincinnati. You just have to go buy take, it. Take 471. 471. One, of, one of the things I thought was funny was when, when they closed this bridge, they also had to close the Roebling suspension bridge mm. because there were too many semis on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, semi-trucks. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, like, it's such a, semi-trucks are such an evil in this world. Yes. We built, we built railways. Please use the railways. The semi-trucks... 
Listen, you know it's bad when engineers have to build bridges and just ignore cars. You that yeah. they, they only design bridges for semi trucks because a semi truck is like ten times the amount the terrible of of, of a car. I mean, truly evil stuff. It's crazy, but I mean, that's that's pretty much it for Brent Spence. Okay, um, the one another traffic news. Uh, I've seen fewer cops on the road going between just in general. Oh, that's good. I saw like a bunch of cops driving in. Um, but two twenty seven is always full of cops. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing better to do with their lives but to prey on us. Yeah, but at least in northern Kentucky, there are fewer cops. Good to hear. We got one final point, and even though it's incredibly tantalizing, let's do make it quick because we're sort of pushing up against our time limit. Oh here. well, we can we can save that for a future episode because that's a whole another tangent. Is okay. Well then, yeah, then we'll that's for that's for us to know and the listeners to wonder for. Yes. Um, because I'm, I'm, I was quite tan. I was, it, I find it quite tantalizing. Um, but, oh well. Um, it's an old, it's an old Appalachian legend. An old legend. Um, and you know how those old legends um appeal to us. It's not, it's not a story that a liberal would tell you. <laughs> Is it possible to learn the to learn this? T- or I don't know. Anyway, um. <laughs> This has been a podcast um, called Lame, uh, which is short for today. It's short for the Lexington Antebellum Marxist Experience, which is sounds insane. Um, I am Jenry. I'm Aaron. And uh, you've reached the end of this podcast. Special thanks to our executive producer, Charlie Carey. And um, we would love to tell you if we had a twitter or an email or something check the show notes check the show notes is what we'll say to that um follow us on everything yes follow us on everything Um, even in real life follow us around follow us around what are we gonna do about um and and even though andy Bashir threatens to put kentucky into three more weeks of quarantine whenever he hears us say it this is lame